is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Sean Spencer, one half of that dynamic duo. That's Let's Talk Football. And you see who I'm with. You see I'm with back on hump day. All right. <laughs> Not like last time. My guy, South Carolina's finest, Will Kramer. What up, Will? What's going on, man? Happy to be back. It's been a, it's been a little bit. It's been a oh, little yeah. bit. We've had some vacation time, but yeah. it's glad to, glad to be back and, and and chatting with you again. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've definitely missed it. There have thing there have been things that have happened recently, very recently. But there was a long stretch for a while. OTAs finished, all that stuff. We're getting towards training camp. We're getting towards the season. I'm excited about it. And yeah. and uh, hey. Welcome to Washington Football Weekly, ladies and gentlemen. Let me ask a question, Will. How'd you feel about that uh, new intro? Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> and that looked good, man. Yeah, man. I was playing with that. Ash was doing some stuff for one of the other shows, and she did an intro, and I was like, oh, my goodness. what? How did you do that? Like, I, And she was like, man, I just went into Canva and started moving things around, and it was, yeah. it was like I put pictures in, and there it was. I was yeah. like, oh, I have to play with this. That's what I was doing. All I was sitting down at work today. I was just like, okay, doing this. You were texting me, and I was like, hold up, let me just figure this thing out. And I was like, boom. So that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. buddy. Yeah, buddy. But hey, like you said, it's been a while. Welcome back. I've talked to you off camera about my exploits, but you talked about vacations. Have you been on any uh, vacations? You guys gone anywhere? I did. I did. Um, the big, the big vacation we had. Um, was we made a quick little stop off in Herndon Ooh. for my parents because they were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. Woo! Let's yeah. go! <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. So we got a couple of the kids back together, a couple of the grandkids. They yeah. we were there for about like maybe even two days, and we had to hit the road again. Um, so it was good times. So, you know, it was you know they did a big celebration when they had their 40th anniversary. Um, this one was much more pared down. <laughs> they said they just wanted to be around the grandkids. We gave them a couple days of seeing them. It was a big deal to be at grandma's house. That's our first time ever going. Um, so it was exhausting, but it was it was very, very worthwhile. And then they got a chance to go venture off and go back to where they got married and stuff like nice. that and have a good time. So, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good good trip. Now, what? Um, how long is that, uh, is that drive? Is that eight hours? Well... It would be. It's about seven to eight. <laughs> yeah. um, we split it up into two days. Okay. Uh, because as we found, the boys can only go maybe five hours in the car. Yep. yep. And so, yeah, so we went to Greensboro um, one night, and then we made it the rest of the way. Yeah. The next day. And then on the way down, we actually had to push it. We came all the way down to Charlotte. So we went about six, six and a half. And that was that's when we found out it's just a little bit too much. But we wanted to get them back down here the next day for to go to daycare. Uh, Patrick right. takes gymnastics and it's at 10 o'clock. So we're like, we got to get him in there beforehand. Yeah. Because we need him to run off that energy. Right. To go down. <laughs> the reason why I say I'll be there eight-ish is our bedtime with him, with a three-year-old. Uh, yeah. We are in the midst of having a three-major. Who bedtime, bath time is just not no, he's gonna do his own thing. So uh, it's it's rough. Wow. Bucking <laughs> yeah. the system that early, like oh, it's rough. 
this this going the transition from two to three, man. Something something's taking over his body and he's fighting everything. So it's yeah, it's rough, rough hours. <laughs> oh, hang in there, Papa Will. Hang We're in trying. there. My We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, so like I told you off camera, I literally literally just got out of the car. <laughs> I mean, like not literally, I worked I worked today, but Yesterday, got out of the car from Chicago. We left wow. Chicago at 10 a.m. Chicago time. Okay. We arrived in Leesburg at 10.30 p.m. Yeah. I figured that was so long. And now is that yeah. is that making good time or 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 like is that what is is it about a 12 hour made, drive? Uh we made pretty good time. Honestly, yeah. um we only stopped a couple times. Um yeah. it was just you know quick pee, fill up, that type of stuff. Um and in those like some of those like Indiana and get through Ohio, the gas is considerably cheaper to where mm. you know we're we're paying over five dollars around here. There it was something like four eighty six, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it was easy to fill up and that type of stuff. It, it really wasn't that bad. It was a smooth ride. We were talking back and forth, okay. and it was funny because we had all that stuff from the trip. Which, ladies and gentlemen, I was in Chicago with her twin sister for Pride, <laughs> and uh, I thought I was getting a vacation, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, it was more, more like work, more like work. <laughs> It was it was uh, it was a fun time. We 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 you know we got to see a lot of people that we haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and it was really nice um, being able to do that. Being able to kind of just kind of go around. This is going to be her last sister's maybe her last year at this place, and where she lives is right off Broadway, which is the main strip of the Pride Parade, and okay. she lives on this road called the uh, Briar, uh, Briar Place. So it's literally you come out of her place and you can come right there, post up and watch the whole parade and everything like that. So it's it's a nice space. She's she is a pretty uh <laughs> stern host. So she needs to get up very early in the morning to make sure everything's right. But kudos to her, she put on a great party, everything went well. And Kat and I were the house parents to put out any fires that needed putting out. Uh so uh I didn't get much rest. Oh boy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So uh, the ride, actually, the ride back was the most rest that I had. It, but again, it was fun. It was a good time. It was good seeing everybody. And their birthday is coming up this Ooh. Sunday. The twins' Ooh. birthday is this Sunday. So guess who's going to uh, fly into Norfolk? <laughs> the twin. She's going to be in Norfolk, and we will be hanging out at Virginia Beach Ah, it's for her birthday. Two weekends in a row. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're living a dream. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Oh, man. So this is going to be an interesting time. Pray for me, Will. Pray for me. I will. I will. My guy, Nathan Snell, is here. Do you smell it? What up now? (laughs) Nathan. How you doing? How you doing? But look, hey, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Oh, real quick. My parents. Finally, after all these years, I think over 20 years at our house, um, my parents sold their house. Oh. Yes. They signed the papers, I believe, the 6th, and they will be – they already bought a house in North Carolina in Withville, and so they're about 30 minutes from my grandparents and about, like, an hour and a half from her – my my uncle and that family. 
So that's where you know that's where we're that's where we're from, North Carolina. So I know that unless we go up there on 77. Oh yeah. Take 77 oh, yeah. to 81. Oh yeah. Okay. So oh, man, you they're from the cold part. Yeah. <laughs> it gets so chilly good. there in the winter. Oh, oh yeah. And I I like that personally. Cat does it. She like heat. But um that, yes, you do. Um so I am excited about that. They will be moving down next week. So shout out to my parents. That's awesome. You know, awesome. they're doing that. It kind of, it's weird because, you know, when you, we didn't live too far apart. We've always been like that. My mom was like that with her parents until she moved to Virginia. She didn't live that far from them. It's just that kind of connection. And so now then I haven't really processed it. Like, yeah. oh snap, we're leaving. Like this is done. Huh? Yeah. You know, yeah. uh-huh. the, the house that I snuck out of, the house that Jack pushed me up on my shoulders to get me into my top window. <laughs> to get I, I don't think I knew this story. Oh, yes. My One night out with all of us. And I got home and I was like, oh, I forgot my keys. And Jack was about to drive off. I said, Jack, come back. Come back. And I said, I need you to push me up. It's my window. I left my window undone. And I literally was up on his shoulders up and to get into my window. He does it. Jack, I owe you one. I owe you two for the Hawaiian punch, but hey, we're going to move on and talk about some football. (laughs) Yo, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us. Damn, Sean, can you get a break? I know. I know, man. I know. What's so great about North Carolina? Hey, that's where where my family is from, and that's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite places, absolutely. The Carolinas is the same kind, especially South Carolina. Oh, they ain't like us. Are the same as cat. What? I don't, I don't really understand what he means, but yeah. all right. All right. We're moving on. What's good? What <laughs> is good, Andrew? Yo, we are back. Watch the football <laughs> weekly. We have the biggest news. You see the background. Will Kramer finally, it has happened. Terry McClurg gets the contract extension three years, 71 million, 28 guaranteed. About damn time, I Will. I know. I know. <laughs> Talk to me, man. Talk to me about it. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, three-year deal. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, they're paying him in his prime. When he's 30, he'll be released to figure out what's next. You yeah. know, so they're they're getting him in the prime. Um, let me ask you, were was there ever a doubt in your mind? Ab, shout out to our guy Ab, that uh, diehard Washington fan with us. He did put a little twinge when he was talking about the trade. I talked to a couple other people. They were talking about potential spots. And the fact that we weren't getting it done made me wonder. But something I heard in uh, the podcast you sent me was Ben Standig, where it was, I knew there was Deron Payne there. And I knew before anything happened on that front, you were going to have to deal with this. So they kind of played together. So I figured it, I, I figured we would not just, we wouldn't be foolish enough to let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say I was, I was about 85% the most time. I did let a little creep in, but I was, I was about 85%. Okay. I mean, we were good. Yeah. So. See, I, like, I, I had no doubt that this was going to happen. Okay. Like I just, Listening to Ron talk over the last couple of years, he said similar stuff about Jonathan Allen and it's production, but it's about being the certain teammate. And, yep. and, and I agree with what Nathan's saying there, how the media kind of, they need something to talk about, yep. you know? And it's like, I do think, I do think the team got, got a little uh, sticker shock 
when Christian Kirk signed for 22, yes. 23,000 or 23, you know, million a year, I think they were looking to sign him around that 22 a year ballpark. And then when that happened, that, that went out the window. And I think his agent said, we're, okay, now we're here. You right. see the screen there. And Washington was here and they, they had to find a way to come, you know, you know, and I, I think that's what, what took a little bit longer. I thought this was going to happen in training camp. Yeah. But I was never in doubt. I'll be, I'll be honest. I just I never thought this would be that. This is not the type of player you you let go. Right. Uh, and and it's what's huge is for the first time. This may be our biggest re-signing in. I can't Years. remember another re-signing right. that, is, that is as big as this. Right. That is and, and to a long-term contract too, not just exactly. re-upping our you know Kirk Cousins every year as we did. You know, like I can't. I'm trying. I'm racking my brain right now trying to think. I can't think of another time we re-signed one of our, our guys and we're like, yeah, this is good. Right. You know, is it Sean you Taylor? Have, right. You have to there? go way yeah, you have to go a couple years back. Uh, shoot, almost potentially 10 years back. I mean, and the thing about it is it's not just the one. I mean, over the last couple of years, we talk about this signing. We talked we talked about before the Jonathan Allen signing, that Logan Thomas signing. You know what I mean? Getting mm-hmm. McKissick back on the team. We are, we are people, we're, we're, we're re-signing them and we're keeping them here, but they want to stay here. You know what I mean? Talk about the McKissick situation where he was potentially going to Buffalo and then turned right around, does an about face and comes to us. You know, that is a good sign. And getting a guy like this, our uh, one of our leaders, definitely one of the captains, this will in turn, I believe, bring a lot more people over here because he is so well-respected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey. Well, and one thing I was thinking of is, you know, he was obviously holding out for mini camp, and that kind of makes sense that, you know, that type of stuff. But I was sitting there like, we're actually in a fortunate situation that his agent is indicating he wants an extension. He wants to stay here. I mean, if I was his agent, I would be telling Terry, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, (laughs) mm -mm, we're going elsewhere because who's throwing you the ball? You know, right, let me see right. what this guy does. Let I'm them prove of, it to me. Yeah, I'm tired <laughs> of, you know, t- you, you taking passes from Case Keenum and Taylor Heineke, you know. Mm. So it's like, let's dictate our future. So I never would have done this as an agent. But he was saying that, you know, he wants an extension. And that just kind of made me say, like, dude, we got to jump on this. Like, this dude, yeah. for some reason, wants to stay here among all the junk that he's been through. So that that makes it alone said this guy's worth even more money. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I definitely um, am looking forward to is now seeing him on the field in mesh with the offense, yes. you know, and, and I believe he is one of those type of guys that once he comes in, he'll be able to kind of fit in and get back into the groove of things. Cause I really need him, especially with kind of some of the things we've been hearing about Carson Wentz. We need that uh, chemistry, that relationship, that rapport to build so that we, we can move definitely into the future this year. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad we got under, got it under the belt though. Cause that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. That's what I we agree. needed. That's what we needed, but yo, we, we're going to go ahead and move on. Hey, OTAs. We've seen it. It's ended. It's, we know what it is. They're in shorts. You know what I mean? There it's not, you know, it, it's not really mandatory. They come out there, they do their things. Certain ones are, but it's done. What, what's your general overall view of how you think everything went? Well, there's no injuries this year, so that's huge. 
Yes. A couple of years ago, our starting linebacker, Reuben Foster, ended his career during oh. these mini camp sessions. Yeah. You know, so so that that's first and foremost, that's it. But you know, it's like like we say, yes, Nathan, perfect. <laughs> that is it. That's where I was going with this. Like it's something to talk about other than off-field contracts and you know, forecasting a roster. But it's it's not much, you know. Yeah. There, there's a couple things that, that we're gonna hype. There's a couple things you see, um, but but really, it's it's a shell of of what we're gonna see on Sundays. So you can only get so excited, right? Right. And I mean, and honestly, that I mean, it begs the question. We've asked it. Um, I've talked to Nathan about it. I've talked to you about it. How important is it? You know what I mean? I mean, it's basically pitch and catch in the backyard. Things that. If you guys have been trying to build a chemistry, you would have done outside of this, but it's just something that's put a label. The NFL said come together. Like how important really are OTAs? Eh, not that much, but it is good to see something. And for the enthusiasts, the football enthusiasts that right. love football, and it's like, okay, we're ready. We're ready to get this going. It's good to see. But I am glad that it's over. Let's go right into the top of the list. We have to talk about our guy. We we've had we've had uh, good signs early. Things looked okay. Then maybe you know they start switching things up on defense. Not so much as of late. Carson Wentz. Uh, he's been kind of struggling as of late. Is he is he under the pressure? Is he feeling under pressure? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, at the beginning of minicamp, that was kind of all the talk is is Wentz and the zip he's got and the, with the receivers and and this arm strength that he's doing. And then week two happened, and things got a little not so good. And what what we what we heard is some of the things that are his downfall is pocket presence mm-hmm. that started to come out. Um, yep. We're going to mention the, the guy in the next segment or the next part here, but some of the defensive lines started to play pretty good and we're putting yep. pressure in his face and throwing off his timing, you know, and, and whether, you know, the, the, the knock on him at times can be either he doesn't, he holds on to the ball too long, mm-hmm. which makes me think of that opening game for Chase Young, the welcome to the NFL, where he had a sack or two and a forced fumble. And Carson was trying to wait for someone to open up deep. And our, yeah. the line, it was too much time. Or they say, you know, he he gets rid of it too quickly and doesn't realize, hey, you've got more time. Let that play develop. You've got it there. Right. Yeah. Now, the thing is here is, is first and foremost, Terry was not there. So let's remember that. We've got some injuries along the offensive line. But most importantly, I highly doubt he's running in any of these plays. Yeah. All right. So let's not over overblow this by saying, you know, he's he's showing bad pocket presence when that could have been a play that he could have ran. And instead yeah. he's staying in the pocket, trying to figure out, throw the ball, in my opinion, in right. the I wasn't there to see it. I'm having to listen <laughs> to people's take. Like, right. So it's like, again, it's like this is like practice. Why, why are you going to run the ball? You know, unless you're running like a two minute drill where you're really trying to trying to get down the field. What do you right. think? Right. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, another part of that is that, you know, we got to take into effect that the, there is another side to this that is also competing to, you know, get their agenda across, which is that defense. And then, and what's I note, you know, what, what has been talked about is that recently the defense has become more aggressive with, you know, their blitz packages and whatnot. And look, that front seven, you know, we talked about those inside guys and I'm going to, I'm going to, 
we're going to talk about somebody in a minute. You know, those middle three with Jonathan Allen, Padarius Mathis, and Deron Payne are really, you know, really able to make, you know, be uh, a lot of uh, create a lot of dysfunction yeah. in that middle. You know what I mean? And really are getting in there making big plays. The guy we're talking about soon, Deron Payne, has, has just been going above and beyond um, with just, you know, how he's playing. Again, they're in shorts. This is OTAs. But still, you know, he's sitting here, and th- this is something that you, you want to see. And when you have things like that for the offense, now all of a sudden, and, you know, Leno's out and, and Lucas has, you know, been out for a little bit recently, but, Wentz is still dealing with, you know, this pressure and kind of sometimes he'll step up. But with him, what I'm worried about is he gets in his head with that and and he starts getting this phantom pressure and then he starts rolling out when he doesn't need to and then rolls actually rolling into pressure. Mm -hmm. And now you're creating problems for us. Now you have the, you know, this left-handed throw and all this other inaccuracy. So that's, this is the time to get that stuff fixed, but it's kind of like it's hard not to go into your mind and say, uh, "This is these are the things that we were weary about before." The things that he might have did in Indianapolis and late in Philly. It's like uh, we don't want that, you know what right. I mean? So, right. but you know, let's let's temper those emotions. They're not. This is just OTAs. Let's go to training camp, and he doesn't like you said he didn't have Terry. So let's get into that. Right. You also mentioned that, you know, they're wearing shorts. We're not running the ball. We're not wearing down the defense, you know. Um, And also they they talked about how, you know, the the defense was kind of improving a lot and ratcheting up the intensity. The defense also has an idea what what what's going on out there. There's not a whole lot of confusion by the the offense. So they know a little bit more out there. So they, they do have a chance to to kind of show out a little bit more. So, I mean, on a scale of one to 10, my concern, 10 being like the highest concern about his struggles, honestly, right now I'm at a two or a three. Right. I'm, I'm really low with this for now, for now, because yeah. it's June. <laughs> right, right. And if it continues, uh, we'll talk. But again, a couple pieces missing on the offense. They're really, it's kind of really vanilla. So yeah, I'm, I'm with that. But I, I we do, I, I, I can't say, I cannot lie. I have to say, I mean, I cannot lie. I am very excited when you hear that the defense is really kind of ratcheting up a little bit. That's a really kind of get it going. And that three piece that I kind of was talking about before in the middle. Woo. I'm digging it. I'm, I'm really interested. Yo, Warren Sapp came over and he was at our kid working with our guys. I mean, it, 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 I like that. I mean, is he going to be a coach? Maybe I don't know. But what do you think about that? I, well, because I that's love helping that. this. I yeah. love that. You, how? Why would you not want to learn from one of the best? Right. You know, and, and here, okay. So I know you all have talent, but here's how you find ways to get around. You right. know, and and fix your technique. You know, they talked about uh, Warren Sapp being this kind of quick twits style rusher that yeah. Deron Payne's got a little bit of that where they said, you know, math, this is, it's a lot more technique and yeah. using angles and stuff. And so, um, no, I think that's great. The more knowledge you can get is, is fantastic. So, so I love having, having worn. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, and I, I mean, I'm absolutely loving that because one of the things that uh, they were saying he was talking about was, you know, kind of teaching the guys to be more of the pack defense. You know, like the pack of wolves, multiple guys to the ball as a, you know, the lone wolf dies, 
you know, he was mm-hmm. saying, and it being becoming more of the pack. And he was saying that, and, you know, one of the things uh, Ben Stanley was talking about was that, you know, when you thought about Matt Ioannidis, he did kind of his own thing in the middle, as opposed to working together with Jonathan Allen and with Fidarius Mathis and uh, Deron Payne, especially, definitely have kind of meshed together. And, and that's something that we've been talking about, the kind of controlling and maybe getting that penetration in the middle so that when our guys are, you know, coming around the edge, that's collapsing that inside, not giving them any room to breathe. Right. You right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was kind of, and it's so timely for Jerome Payne too, because yep. he skipped the team drills previously at OTAs, you yep. know, and, and on minicamp, he was being very careful, but all of a sudden in that second week, he said, all right, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to show my worth. And, you know, the story was how he was just putting pressure right into Carson Wentz's face. And he was almost to, to the point unblockable. You know, as, as Nathan said, are they going to focus on signing him next? I don't think so. I think they're going to let him play this this year out before they figure out what they have to do. But it's only helping him if he makes right. an impact. Right. I thought it was interesting. You know, they said we kind of we've known this about Deron Payne where he does the little things. He does the dirty work. He's not the. He's not going to be the, a bunch of sacks guys, but he had 15 quarterback pressures last year. Hmm. I believe the year before Jonathan Allen was ranked third in the league at 17. And yeah. that was the stat that Jack gave us when he talked about Allen is worth the money because he, you know, he had eight sacks, but he also had 17 quarterback pressures. And like, I didn't realize that Jerome Payne got into the backfield a little bit more. So was yeah. that that's a evolution of his game or, or what it's, it's kind of one of these things with him. It's he's just, he doesn't do the stuff that shows up on the stat books, right? Right. but the team knows his value. Right. I mean, and honestly, I think the word to describe him is underrated. You know what I mean? When you sit there and think about it and I mean, let's be clear, I mean, you have three other big names on that defensive line, Chase Young, Montez Sweat and uh, Jonathan Allen. So he can potentially get lost in that mix, but he absolutely has the, you know, his impact is felt on that defense. And I'm glad that he's showing up right now. This is, this is the time. Look, you've seen somebody else about just got paid. You go out here and make your money too, man. Right. You know what I mean? So, Hey, and we need it. Absolutely. And, but other than him, who else, who has stood out to you? Yeah, so uh, a defensive player, mm. a position that you and I are both concerned about depth. Yeah. And they said that Benjamin St. Juice made the transition inside to the nickel corner at slot and yeah. looked fantastic. Yeah. And they said he provided a little bit of that Buffalo nickel a little bit. That, that you know, we were always looking, well, what's going to happen with Landon Collins? And they just said the minute they moved him inside because he's – tall he's lengthy mm-hmm. and he's pretty instinctual that he looked really really good in that spot yeah the big concern on him is going to be is there any after effects from that from the injuries from the concussions because exactly. we liked him last year they liked him last year and then he missed about half the season the whole second half of the season you know he was out so hearing that is good um kind of hearing a little bit about the defense saying the whole Buffalo nickel thing, the Landon Collins replacement's a little bit overblown. That's kind of a mm-hmm. put that thing that, that uh, Nathan says. Media always tries to put panic on us. Uh, you know, it's like, what are we going to do about this position? And they were kind of like, 
we're going to go back to more traditional two safeties. We got another safety we'll bring in. You know, they said they, they called it the Cinco package going 5-2, you know, a little <laughs> bit there. So they kind of said, like, yeah, you guys kind of blew this out of the water a little bit. Um, but, no, Ben St. Juice is, is someone to keep an eye on. We, we could certainly need, you know, some help at, at corner, at nickel. And if he's going to be good, that that's going to help us a lot. Mm. Um, yo, I, honestly, I mean, I, I think the easy answer is to say Jahan Dotson. I yes. think he has absolutely yes. um, been everything that's been a- as advertised. He's, he's, I love what he's bringing, and now bringing Terry back into the mix Whoa. just makes me more excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? This was the excitement that I maybe naively had for um, Deami Brown last year. Yes. But Jahan Dotson is definitely he's he is one that is really close with Carson Wentz as far as the chemistry and, and how they're working on the field, and I'm excited about that. Um, but I also want to talk about uh, Casey Tuhill. Oh. Casey Tuh- Casey Tuhill has been showing up, and uh, and and you know the absence, you know how with Chase Young not necessarily being there, he's been coming in there and and showing him and um, uh, John Smith Williams. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, having yeah. them both in there, and but Casey Tuhill has definitely been kind of, you know, flexing himself and trying to get, you know, and, and he, now again, I have to be honest, it has been against the twos, but still having him as he's one of the, you know, the fastest DNs that we have on the team where he has the fastest 40 time, and he's just starting to really figure out his role and then step up. You know, you have more years in the system, you kind of are able to make more of an impact. So yep. I, I see him doing something. I mean, he's he's been showing me something from what I've been, uh, you know, pay, picking up and uh, paying attention to. Absolutely. So. He seems to be like a solid player, you know, yeah. can do certain parts of his job, you know, fairly well. He's something he's no, you, you know, he where he's going to be yeah. that type of stuff. And he's he's lengthy. He's athletic. Right. Right. And that's good for now, especially with. Some of the things that we're going to have to get into in a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, we will, as well alluded to, there were no injuries coming out of OTAs. Thank the good Lord. However, we did have some lingering injuries from a year ago. Uh, and we're going to dive right into it. Um, I'm going to go first, Logan Thomas. And word on the street with this injury there was maybe some potential he could be back t- before week one. From the interviews that I've heard from him, he kind of seems like, hey, we'll play it as it goes. You know, you know, optimistically, I would like to be back. But with this, I don't want to re-injure it. So I'm not going to push that. And I respect that. So, I mean, maybe I think is the best thing to say. But, I mean, what are your thoughts? I don't think he's going to be back for week one. I think they're going to be, have to be planning on John Bates' tight end number one. Uh, we don't know for how long, and that's where it's going to be <laughs> important to see folks like Cole Turner, this guy Hodges, um, Sammy Reyes, kind of see who else comes in to be tight end number two for us. Because I think I think Logan's going to be out a, a couple weeks into the season. You know, maybe week four, week five is when he's able to come back. Yeah, yeah. And because he got that's... hurt. You know, all these injuries happen either they either happen at the end of the season, sort of late in the season, or they were catastrophic enough that they're going to require nine to 12 months of a, of a re- recovery. And we're talking nine months is, you know, it happened in October. You're, you're delaying your time. Right. 
Right, right. So, yeah, I, I, I believe it's probably best for him to, you know, hold out, wait, and, and just relax. And and the fact of the matter is we do have all of these other tight ends now that we've yeah. brought in and we're trying to get them in the mold. Cole Turner, I mean, Bates has been doing great. We can keep kind of getting Reyes in there, but Hodges – We've been talking about it. And Amari Rogers, some of these guys. We AGG. Have, AGG is still in the mix, and he knows the team and knows uh-huh. the system and whatnot. So we – I feel – I don't feel as worried about that. I am more yeah. I am more concerned with him getting his health back to 100%. He's the and, least of the concerns right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, however, there is a concern that kind of came out the woodworks. Uh, yeah. Chase Young, Will, what is going on, man? Yeah, yeah. So the the news that came out this week was that in his recovery, that he had to have a graft taken from his other leg Mm. to put in and help him recover. And that generally that requires an additional two, if not three months recovery for the muscles to bind to, yeah. to, you know to to come back that normally if, if you have just a straight acl tear your recovery you know is they're, they're coming back in anywhere now between six and nine months instead of that nine to 12 or 12 months time frame so it kind of seems like he's been pushed back a little bit uh there's some folks that are saying that this may be well into the 2022 season as in like he may miss at least half a season on, in his recovery, which this is, I think this is a little bit of a setback, a little bit yeah. of a surprise. This, this is not what I was expecting. I knew, I knew he wouldn't be there. We're not doing all in for week one with this guy. You know, yeah. we're not oh. gonna, we're not gonna push him. But I mean, we're, we may be looking at a half a season, which that's that's gonna be impactful. That's gonna be problematic. Wow, that oof. And he's another one you want to get fully healthy, but geez, Louise, to think that that could potentially happen, that is not something you would be looking forward to. It's uh, a Washington curse, man. It is, man. I get that field right, man. Uh, uh, I don't know what to think. That's that's rough. And I just saw photos of him, you know, practicing and training with, uh, what, like Von Miller or something like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. him kind of getting out there. So take your time. Get right, man. But I will say this. I mentioned it earlier with that, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say it because I don't think Chris Bosh uh, was a part of the big three with uh D Wade and uh, LeBron. This could be the big three, Jonathan Allen, Darius Mathis, Deron pay, baby. The big three in that middle is coming for Dallas. You hear me? <laughs> you, hear me Ash? you hear me? Let's go. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, and Montez sweat ready to come back and kind of have a comeback season that we yeah. need. I look, we'll see. John Smith, uh, uh, Smith Williams and uh, Casey Tuwheel, if they can provide. But I like what our defense, our D line is doing right now. Our linebackers, Cole Holcomb, who's still here. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we're going to move, move, keep him at that role. Mayo's been playing pretty well in there. Jamin Davis, we'll discuss some of these guys a little bit later. But uh, we, we might be okay if we can get just give him time to get back to where he needs to be. Yeah, you know, not yeah. rush it back. Right, right. It'll be interesting to see if they if they need to go the route, and there's not much out there. 
There's not, you know, there are there are a couple guys, but do they fit what they're looking for? I mean, you right. do have my boy from James Madison, Rondell Carter. So maybe they need to consider bringing him in, <laughs> provide some depth here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Hey, hey, wait, what about my guy, uh, Tomah Fox? He went undrafted out of North Carolina. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, hey. hey. And don't worry about that. Once he comes to the North Carolina, uh, Washington football or whatever, commanders, you see how you're going to dominate, man. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get in the right spot. That's all it you is. You got to get in here. Once he gets in here, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Uh, but uh, speaking of uh, uh, players that are uh, dealing with injuries, also talk about Chase Roulier, our center. Um, and he's another one. We talk about replacing a player. We got a guy right behind him, Wes Schweitzer, who has absolutely been kind of dominate like kind of really working well in that center role right now in, in in the OTAs or whatever uh Chase you know dealing with the fibula and also dealing with the ankle issues um you know he's another one that's gonna it's gonna be take some time you know what I mean and uh but how long do you think it's gonna be with Chase yeah this is kind of I'm not exactly sure because even when you have the player describe it as a nasty ankle break you know, when a player's kind of describing their, their injury in, in not so great terms, it makes you wonder. Um, yeah. And not only that, behind Chase Roulier, the backup center, Tyler Larson, he's out too. He's recovering oh. from something. You know, so you got Wes Schweitzer turning into the, the, the center, the de facto starting center, which is preventing him from battling Trey Turner to be the starting guard. Right. You know, so you're kind of – right now we're kind of a little banged up there, it seems a little bit, but – I don't I don't know if they think that Rulier will be, you know, will be out, that he won't be there for week one. But again, this is just another thing that come training camp, we may be easing some of these guys back, which when it comes to a new quarterback, new line, new, you know, new two new guards, you kind of want that center in there. Yeah. You know, the, the quarterback of that of that offensive line, it'd be nice to have him, you yeah. know, in there. So you hope he's able to kind of uh get back because his happened on what I think they said it was Halloween. Was it so again, middle to later part of the season? It's just kind of when these injuries happen, it's just making their, their recovery timeline not not great. Yeah, it's rough, it's absolutely rough. And and you think about you know, we have Turner and Norwell on either side, you know, of him, and then you have you know, potentially Cosme or you know, Lennon Lucas, whoever's on the outsides. You know, you have those together, but you want your inside guy. You want your center, this quarterback of that of that line, to really kind of get that mesh with those other two. Um, glad uh, Schweitzer's getting this opportunity, and, yeah. and you know, definitely getting a lot of looks and everything like that. Hopefully, uh, he can definitely get some time if Rulier stays out for a considerable amount of time, if that's even an option. Man, um, has, there, has there ever been a more like under the radar valuable signing than Wes Schweitzer? Yeah. We right? got him like in like the first week of free agency at one point, and everyone's like, "Who the heck is this guy?" Right, right. And I mean, he's gone from guard to center, guard to center, guard yep. to center. And, you know, um, he's played a whole lot more than I think we anticipated. Exactly. <laughs> and he's been exactly. durable, thank you. Exactly. Goodness. That's huge. That's a necessity, especially on our team. He's flexible. He can go back and forth. So that is that is something that I'm very excited about. So it, it kind of makes you not necessarily have to worry so much about yeah. Chase Rudley getting hurt and, and kind of allowing him to keep, you know, getting his health, you know, on par. Um, but look, I, I I love to have and we have plenty more at this position as well, but I am sick and tired of this man's name being on this daggone list. Yeah. 
I mean, come on now. We there was a question a year ago, you know, well, do we trade him after this? And we're like, no, let's let him play. We're, you know, we're not gonna, we couldn't do that. But it's just like, how often is this gonna happen, Will? Yeah, this so this is one of the they the last three or four days they had him off on the side field as a just precautionary just rest. Mm-hmm. I think in, in mini camp, we can say, okay, if training camp comes around, if J- late July and August comes around, this guy's working on the side field. Now we got a problem yeah. because they were already talking during OTAs, how you saw his speed and what he can bring. And if this guy can't stay healthy, then he's not helping us. Yeah. And and, and now we got a problem because I'm with you. I'm, I'm tired of having to hear Curtis Samuel not participating, working on the right. side field. Right. It's ridiculous. And, and now, hey, going back to Jahan Dotson, my guy, De'Ami Brown, hopefully can have, you know, that season. We're get, we have our receivers and our tight ends that are kind of going to be more integrated in this offense. You know, I would love to have him. Let's. We're not sitting here downplaying hit how, you know, how good of a player he is, but – I don't care how you know how good can you be from the bench, from the mm-hmm. sidelines. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we have to get that going, you know, and get him back on the field. Other than that, man, it's he's just a detriment. He's just filling a spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh man, oh man. Any anybody else on the uh list of injuries? I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I don't think of anything big. Yeah, I know you yeah. mentioned Larson. Earlier, Larson is is recovering. Which, if he, you know, if he's struggling with that, he could be uh, losing a roster spot. You know, whose name I don't hear a lot about right now. And again, like we say, they're not really in full pads and all that stuff. Sadiq Charles, mm, not yeah. mentioned anywhere. You know, yeah. so we'll have to see that. That might be one of the like, who am I looking for this year? Is does he does he start to make a step up to be? Is he someone to look at in twenty twenty three? Yeah, yeah, and. uh uh, speaking of uh, names that we, you know, are speaking of areas where we were trying to figure things out, linebacker. I touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, where where kind of are we? I've talked about we have Cole Holcomb there. We have Mayo kind of showing up, getting a little bit more into this. Jamin Davis, like where where is he? Has he been getting better? I've been hearing a couple things, but what do you think? A little bit. You know, where are we with linebacker? Your guess yeah. is as good as mine. <laughs> Because if you look at the depth chart, I never would have said we would go into a season right now with with Cole Holcomb, Jamin Davis, David Mayo, and Kalik Hudson. Yep. That's it. Four. Wow. Four. That's great. I don't know what's going on here. This is not how I've ever seen the roster constructed. I did hear the thing that Logan Paulson said when we were listening to that pod about how was it Two Hill and James Smith Williams can play special teams and they take over some of that those those linebacker spots, but the, the lack of depth is a little bit concerning. Yeah. What you hope is what has been mentioned around is it called Commanders Park now? Old Redskins Park. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening around Old Redskins Park is Jamin Davis has a little bit more confidence in him. Yeah. You know, he's he's got a little more outspoken. He seems to be a little bit more comfortable, which we could really use yeah. a big sophomore year from this guy. Yeah. Yep. We could use him turning into that John Beeson, Shaq Thompson type yep. role. 
you know, type player, that impact, that runner that use his impact, his instincts, his speed to make plays. Cause that would be very, very helpful for our defense. And maybe that's what they're anticipating while they're not signing re landing Collins is they're anticipating this guy making the jump and filling some of those, those holes, some of those gaps, what yeah. you think? Yeah, no, that that's something I'm very eager to take a look at because, you know, They've had we, we know about Holcomb being the kind of number one and Mayo's getting a lot more mesh in there, but we we really want we expected a lot from him a year ago, and a lot of times he just kind of just see it. You, you speak about you talk about him getting you know in front of the mic and having more confidence. He's more decisive now. You know what I mean? He's going. He's kind of learning more about what he needs to do, and now he's just getting to the spot. They were talking about one time when you know. You know, he had an earlier practice where he had went up and the running back made a move on him. He was totally behind and he, you know, totally missed the spot. But when he came up again later in, he's kind of paying attention to what's going on and he sees the running back come out and he goes right to the flat, goes right mm-hmm. to where he needs to be. And then eight was able to shut down. And it ended up being what would have potentially been a coverage sack. You know what I mean? That's film study. That's getting in there and kind of paying attention. To, okay, these are the tendencies. This is what this guy's going to do. Okay, cool. That's what's up. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. Yes, sir. Av Lowe in the building. What up, Av? What's going on? How you doing, brother? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, no, so definitely um, I'm excited to see him. I mean, there's a lot of we, – we, we always talked about he was raw, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential there. You have one year under your belt. Um but I like that he's more confident. I like that we're getting more of some personality from him. Sure. So, you know, kind of, you know, let's see if you can, you know, rev some things up, maybe lead some people and do something on the field. I'm eager to see what happens this year. Absolutely. Definitely. So, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we ended it uh, a week ago, we're going to talk about, well, actually, matter of fact, a week ago, we talked about this very topic. The House Committee has invited Dan Snyder and Roger Goodell to speak on June 22nd. Will, what happened on June 22nd? A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. A whole lot of one side treated this as a complete joke. Mm. They used their five minutes of, of talking point time to share whatever they wanted. In fact, the, the most entertaining part of that was when uh, Jim Jordan, the congressman from Ohio, was yeah. pressing Roger Goodell on um, on Barstool. And why is he, you know, banning people from Barstool and stuff? So that, that was, I mean, I thought that was entertaining. And um, almost to the point where we're like, wait a minute, did Goodell just lie under oath? Mm. You know, and he says, they're not banned and they are banned. So like, wait yeah. a second, did you just Uh-oh. get busted here? Um, but a couple things that we saw, <clears throat> one, I thought it was funny, but it was also clown showish a little bit when they put up a placard that said, Mr. Snyder, where his seat could be. They put a water bottle there to basically say, here's where you're supposed to be and you're not here. Yeah, I get it. It's like, you know, they're kind of showing this guy chickened out, but you know, you are supposed to be elected leaders, you know, representing the best of us, which yeah. we are finding out you know, recently. Hmm. We don't always elect hmm. leaders that are responsible, hmm. um, you know, so <laughs> not, I'm not going to go any further there. I'm ah. gonna, I'm gonna stop it. But uh, the sign that on the way that, home, guys. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but there are a couple of things that to me stood out. First and foremost, you found out why Roger Goodell is in the position that he's in. 
has survived a lot of storms, a lot of issues in the NFL, and is where he is because he is good at what he does when he needs to. And we have to remember, he reports to the owners. He is an employee of the owners. And in this situation, he, you know, he, he's very good in these, these situations where he has set answers to respond. You know, he came on, he came on via Zoom, so he wasn't there in person. Um, but and and you know, he defended the NFL's decision to not release the Wilkinson report by essentially saying they wanted to protect the victims, the people who did talk about, and they felt that even a redact, well, he never went there. He didn't say this part, but essentially saying they learned from a previous time where they redacted names, identities were discovered. Mm. And in this situation, they didn't want to do that, which is partly true, also mm. bull, because the Wilkinson <laughs> report was done via an oral uh, um, report. So there's no paper that they have to be right. giving out. So there, so there's, it's a little bit of, of bullshit from him. Uh, pardon my language on there. <laughs> um, but he's also he's very good at answering your giving, taking your question, giving you an answer that doesn't really answer your question. Yeah, is what we found from Roger Cattell. There really though was no gotcha moment. Um, you know, out there they didn't catch Dan Steiner more. There was a, a story here which just shows. And again, it's like, why, why NFL, why do you guys have these guy, this guy among your ranks? Yeah. So Dan Snyder had to purchase some land around FedEx field to add additional parking. He had to buy that land from Ted Lerner, uh-huh. who would then become the owner of the Washington nationals. Sure. And Dan Snyder was ticked off with how much they spent on it. He felt they spent way more for property than they really should have. And so what he did is when they went and toured Lerner's suite, he had one of his staffers. He said, go pour some milk underneath his chair. I want it to smell like shit in here when he gets here on Sunday. So he had sour milk growing and developing in in the carpet to Uh, to just stink. It just shows how petty this dude is. Like, uh, like, and that's where it's like, even with all this, you know, Roger Goodell said, you know, they asked him, why do you still have this guy? Why don't you fire him? And he's like, it's not up to me. It's up to the other owners. It's just this point where like, you know, other built billionaires, come on. Get yeah. this, if this is this guy's mentality, what other crap is he involved in? You know, um, what type of, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes back to what we talked about. He's got to have dirt on everybody else. Yep. He's got to, he must have at some point, you know, called up a couple of them and said, hey, you know, I know this is happening here, but do you want me to share about this? Right. Hey, Jerry Jones, do you want me to share those photos? You know, of mm-hmm. you and those girls and, and party, you know, what that type of stuff. He's got to because it's just it's just ridiculous how, how much I mean this guy is Tef, Teflon Dan is his name. There it is. The, the only person is. that gets away with more is Donald Trump. Yeah. But, but the two of them just get away with everything. Yeah, Mike drop, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> there it is. I mean, because I can't hey, you can't say much more about it. He apps that we've seen what's happened and going forward. Uh, apparently, aren't they? Did they subpoena him? Uh, su- they were supposed to su- issue him a subpoena for this week. Yeah, he apparently has mentioned that he's still out of, out of the country and he would not be able to be here in time. So he's he's just pushing this. You know, like I said, yeah. we talked about two weeks ago, he's just gonna keep stalling and stalling and stalling yeah. us as much as he can. It's you know, that's why it's like I didn't go into 
to June 22nd with a whole lot of expectations. And I think that's just the, this reality is, is we just have to believe that he's going to, he's going to survive this like he survives everything else. And when he finally does get, get voted out, Sean, we can throw the biggest party ever. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. All around the world. We're a party like it's 1999. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ab. Thanks, buddy. He said, keep doing your thing. Proud of y'all, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got we to uh, get Ab on here in August to uh, talk about his season predictions. So, oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. lock off some time, man. We got You got to let us know who are you looking for in training camp and, and your preseason predictions or season oh, yeah. predictions. Oh, yeah. And, and look, and, and aren't you, you trying to defend your uh, fantasy football title? Yeah, someone want you know that? I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm someone coming for that. Yeah, I'm coming come for on. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, man. So, look, at this point, like you said, stop at Teflon Dan, man. That's Teflon what Dan. it is. He's getting, he's getting away with it. He knows where all the bodies are hidden. He knows what all of what's going on, you know. Wait a second. Yeah. Absolutely got the time. Yes, sir. Yeah, All right. Gotta do it. Up. We got to do it. Let's set it up. Let's set it up. I will say this. The only thing about this, and I think we touched on a little bit last last time, was I, while it's annoying to be talking about this, you know, again and again, it's depressing. Right. I do like the fact that it never goes away. It's yes. like every single time something new, even if it's minuscule, comes up to just keep this. Like he can't get rid of this. And yeah. that's the one good thing, if I if there is of it. Whether it makes any difference or not. Now, now, now to further that point, let me well, or to further doubt that story, that part. Let me ask you this: Do you feel like maybe there's a bit of maybe some people getting numb to it? Because everybody kind of like that's outside the Washington organization or you know Washington fan group is kind of like, oh, there's Dan Snyder again. Yes. Oh, there's Dan Snyder. You know what I mean? It's not. He's not getting kicked out. He's not. They're not. Donald Sterling said what he said, and they took it. Took his franchise. They made him get out. Dan Snyder has been doing a whole bunch of stuff, and it's been all found out. It's continually being found out, and nothing's being done. Yeah. You know, I think I don't know if it was you or it was Ab. It said in the group chat, um, "There's a different set of rules for the players and the owners." Oh yeah. You know what I mean, and it, it, it's ridiculous. It's rare and it's ugly head. I mean. We see Kraft. What happened to him after he got caught? You know, in the little massage parlors. He's man. I never heard about it after that. Well, rumor has it they're going to suspend Deshaun Watson for a year. Ooh, that's that was that was what I was alluding to with that. Is is yeah? Rumor is that Watson's going to get a year, which which he's going to get paid forty two million dollars yeah. to sit at home. Yeah. What are you doing, Cleveland? <laughs> like, if that's not the biggest Cleveland, Cleveland. thing, that's Cleveland. Ever, yep, golly, <laughs> that is Cleveland. That, if that happens, wow. Now you know there'll be an appeals process, etc. But it, there is. There's two sets of, of rules, and it, it's ridiculous. But you know, you can't have the employees and and the owners not having any type of equality when it comes to uh, conduct policies. Oh, yeah. Like that's well. just that's unfair. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous, man. Oh man, will well. Hey, shout out to. Oh wait, our other dude Anton Benton is in the building. What's up, Anton? Oh, oh. How you doing, family? I will be definitely going down to uh, Virginia Beach to see you. I, I had wondering. to. Uh, I had to employ some reinforcements. All right, some divide and conquer. 
I think Anton should hire you for a day and you, you should go be an apprentice on some of these projects he's got going. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Anton, I will work to get out of being with twins. All right. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> she heard that? You, she yeah. heard that? <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> Yo, so I, I'm definitely excited about that. We will be going down there this weekend to see my guy. Um, and hey, um, from here to from us to you, happy Fourth of July! What yeah. are you guys? What are you guys doing for the, with the for the fourth? Not a whole lot. Um, we'll see. The boys get vaccinated tomorrow, which Ooh, we're very okay. excited about. So nice, nice. We will see how they were doing on Friday. You know, yeah. with that, and see if there's any type of side effects. But yeah, I, I don't. We we don't have fun plans. I think yeah. we may go to a pool. Uh, we may go to the, our zoo has a really fun splash pad. Um, so we may try and get together with some friends there, but uh, very, very scaled back uh, times that I live in right now. Nothing exciting. <laughs> Don't ask me what my weekend plans are. They're nothing good. <laughs> what about you? I can, I can dig it. I can dig it. I, I will be out there at the beach with them and uh, for their birthday, which is Sunday, we'll be there on Friday. We'll be at the beach for Friday and Saturday. Okay. Sunday, um, it's kind of up in the air. Uh, her sister kind of wants to do this, 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 this. So okay. we might potentially from Virginia Beach wake up on her birthday at the beach, drive to Baltimore. What? Go, then go see a concert in Baltimore, potentially stay there one night, go to a baseball game in Baltimore, then drive. She flies out of Roanoke, so drive all the way back to Roanoke. I'm going to go ahead and take my drink. I'm speechless. <laughs> you see, Sean, see, this is the part where, like, we are living alternate lives. Yeah. Where, like, <laughs> I can't even, like, just hearing that makes me want to go to sleep. Right. <laughs> like, no, I can't like do that. Done. I can't I do can't, that. I don't can't. have the nightlife in me right now. <laughs> Not Caddy, how could you possibly do that? It's rough. Oh, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, it's rough. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Who would be the concert? So, um, actually, I don't know. Cat, who's the concert? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it would be somebody. I um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know. I just. <laughs> well, I'll tell you I, what. I'm gonna give you the name of a place. When I was in Newport News, where I know you're kind of getting close to Virginia Beach, so the excitement could be there that you want to like just get there. But this still may be like of my time there, besides some of the folks that are there, like I miss this barbecue place because mm. they had such good smoked wings. They had barbecue sauces from all over like the yeah. country that you could put on your barbecue. It was so good. So I'll give you the name of it. If in case you guys say, Hey, we need to take a break. Let's just, oh, let's yeah. just stop. Whether eat wherever, whichever way you're going, whether you're going there or coming back, I'll let you try it. You will not be disappointed. Okay. Yeah. What do you know, What's the name? County line. County line. County line. It's actually in York. Okay. Um, I took Jack there. He, he loved it. Oh, yeah, okay. It's good stuff. Oh, uh, we'll definitely have to stop by there. That's what's up. Yeah. It's real good. It was real okay. good. That was a tough one to leave. Oh, I, oh, that type of place. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm no. excited about that. I'm yep. excited. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go ahead and let you go. We appreciate you being with us. We will be back um, next week. 
to bring you the news and notes, everything that we know that is going on, getting you closer to the NFL season. We are going to take you out with the new intro, but before that, got to shout is out. Is that what guys. you're doing? Oh, you just got uh, me excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but before you do that real quick, I want to also um, play my guy Anton's commercial. Oh, yeah. Check him out, man. My dude is a handyman. Anton Benson Pros. He is he, he travels if you need him to. He works on kitchens. He works on, you know, tiles, backyards, decks, the whole nine. Get to him. He can do whatever you need him to do. Just definitely get it, give him a call. Get in touch with him. I'm Sean Spencer, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with South Carolina's finest once again, Mr. Will Kramer. Will, always a good time, my friend. Always, always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being with us. Hey there, ladies and gents. It's your local handyman, Anton Bitt, here to help you with your problems. I'm here right now on the job site taking out whole kitchen cabinets. A little bit more work to do, but if you got a project at your house that you need to get completed, I'm your guy to finish it up for you. Give me a call, let me know what you need to get done your new company man shout out to your new company go ahead and tell the world about your new company real quick oh boy so marketing anton bitten pros yes and everything from plumbing to electrical to making huge decks to doing closets yes it all. It all. that's what's up man i'm super happy thank for you guys awesome. thank you